money. Don't steal any beer while I'm gone. What kind of pathetic drunk do you take me for? <gasps> Somebody spilled beer in this ashtray. Ah. Welcome to the Thunderbrew Distillery here in Karanos Dunmore. Dust off your favourite drinking mug, order a pint of Rhapsody Malt and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts Cromley, Aloysius Carg and Kerncater. We'll bring you tools, tips, tales and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Welcome to Tavern Cast for the week of August 15th. This is Kern Kater. It's Karg. This is Aloysius. And Cromley. And this week's Tavern Cast is brought to you by Darkhurst Brewing Company's Sapient Trip Ale. Woo! Hey, what do you guys think of this one this week? It's very it's strong. It's, it's very strong. It's a triple box, so it's, it's... I'm almost done. It's like triple the alcohol. I'm, it actually tastes like orange juice. It's, it's the end of Karg's world. <laughs> it's going to be the end of my world if I keep drinking it. Yeah. I'm right behind you. So we've got beer and animal crackers this week. So just in case you hear us munching our mouths full, well, there you go, because we're not going to stand on uh, Yeah, these get back uh, 3.2 health per second. Hello, Mr. Horse. I love you. No, don't eat my head. So like we mentioned, this week's beer is stronger than last week's. So you might be hearing more of that. Evidently. Hey, I want to say thank you to the listener response on our forums. It's been great. Yeah, I really like the forums, you guys. It's it's better than, uh, I think, Blizzard's official forums. People talk about things, and it's an open discussion, and people have smart, relevant topics that aren't like, hey, you suck, you noob, yeah, nerd your no class. Flaming. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So thanks for posting, everybody. Everything's great. Yep. And you can get to the uh, forums by going to www.taverncast.com and clicking on the forums button. So we'd also like to thank Astros... Torison and Veer Mortis for their donations to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. We have a uh, support us page now. If you go to our website, look in the lower left-hand corner, you'll see a support button. So click on there and we'll accept PayPal donations or subscriptions, whatever you want to send. Uh, we'll be happy to take and it'll be used to improve our sound quality and buy beer and, and buy beer belly. and improve our beer bellies. Well, beer and animal crackers. Speaking of Torison, did you guys see what uh, what he did on the forum with uh, Karg? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I should boot him for that. Last, <laughs> week, last week on the show, Karg was, or we were kidding around with Karg that we would make him multiple characters on each server, so like Karg 2 through 10 or whatnot, and then you could send money to any Karg. Well, Torison sent us a screenshot on the Scarlet Crusade server where he made Kargs 2 through 9, where the numbers are spelled out, so it's like Karg, O-N-E, etc. So... I want everybody to go up to the Scarlet Crusade server, make a level one, and get it to like level two, and then sell all your equipment and send Karg two through nine some cash. Or even better, everyone go onto the Scarlet Crusade server and make some variant on the Karg name, oh. and then everyone log in at the same time. <laughs> There'll be a herd of gnomes named Karg running around. I tell you what, the, the person who Take comes up with, with the most creative Karg name will win a Karg T-shirt from me. A card T-shirt. We don't have any T-shirts shirt. yet. Oh, they don't know that. Although we can <laughs> announce that we will be having beer mugs here pretty soon. Yeah, we're going to have some contests, but we're not exactly sure how they're going to shape up yet. So maybe you guys ought to eat an animal cracker and shut the heck up. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have ideas for contacts, submit them or contacts, contests, submit them on the forums. No way, man. They're going to put up stuff like, well, if we answer, like, where is Ironforge, we get a million dollars. Well, it doesn't mean we have to accept it. That wouldn't be anything. <laughs> Killjoy. <laughs> so, um, what have you guys been doing this week? Aloysius, what have you been doing this week? <laughs> That's you. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm speaking. Sorry. <laughs> Animal crackers. Um, and beer. Well, you know, I, I actually didn't do much with Aloysius this week at all. I Early part of the week, I was in Battlegrounds again doing what I was doing last week. And when I got a little bored of that... I decided to go over and play on the RP server for a while and play one of my RP characters, and I did that for the the bulk of the week. And so, you, are you proud of me? I am. I gotta say though, I, I was uh, online last week and I went on one of the RP servers. I did not build a character. God but forbid. how did you get on the server without building? I just a character? went into the server and I was tempted to. 
create character. You had uh -huh. typed out Thunder Noob, <laughs> and you were ready to hit Submit. Create. I, I, no, create. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And what I was your background myself, story? Yeah, what's your backstory? I did not have a backstory. The backstory was I did not create one. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what? But you got actually to. I the was server. tempted to create a character, so but that's, that's but the better close. side of me said no. You're a PVPer. Stay true to yourself. Well, Karg, you know <laughs> that we'll 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 work on you. We'll work on you. Never. We'll work on you. All right. So what did you do then, Karg, during the week? I went to last week. I went to. I tried. Decided to try. War song Gulch, but um, <laughs> so I will see. Why are you taking animal crackers? Can I eat this? Go get more. What? It's it's like a the last camel. Can he I? He doesn't have it? he doesn't have a head. Go get more animal crackers. We're gonna eat the last one. That's the that's true. Are you really gonna yeah. eat a camel that doesn't have a head? The you person should... who eats the last one gets more. I just ate that bastard. He's out of the picture. <laughs> camel death. So, so what, you went so to War Song Gulch. So I went to War Song Gulch and after about what twenty minutes of playing that instance, I realized that that is not a place for a warlock. Why? For a druid, yes. Um, I haven't been to Warsong Gulch. So where is well, it and what is you, it? It's, it's, it's one of those capture the flag deals. Oh, okay. And I believe it's to capture up to three flags to win the game. Oh, yep. crap. Let's make some noise! Karg is talking! Look at, the, talking. look at the size of this thing of animal crackers. It's like the size of a microwave oven. <laughs> Where did you get this? Don't look at me. Karg bought it. You did you really? Where did you get this? He locked it in my house. Really? We need to renew our Sam's Mansion. Here. Here's for our fans. Don't have, throw them! Have some animal crackers. <laughs> This yeah, there, awesome. we'll, we'll do a contest, and the contest is if a you big, win, we'll, we'll send you a big ass of, box of animal crackers. Yeah, and it's like three dollars or it's something. It's not awesome. It's All right, awesome. I'm sorry to break up the show. I found another camel. Go on. <laughs> so, you know, you have to capture the flag, and of course, the druids have the panther form. Or yeah, druids and shamans. Well, do shamans have a travel form? Druids they, do. They huh? do have a lion. So or, druids yeah. and shamans have a big. So Warzone Gulch. I think was created specifically for those two classes to play or feel useful. <laughs> yeah, because you never see shamans. They're so rare. Right. I mean, suck sh shamans are so underpowered that yeah. they needed something to boost their egos a little bit. <laughs> get, I mean, Blizzard really needs to address the shaman class. And in all seriousness, I mean, what do they have? They have, like, one power. They can attack and, yeah. like, run away. They can't wear any armor. I mean, yeah. their, totems, their totems, though, can kick my butt any day. Cloth armor. That's all they the have. Pre I'm, I play a priest, and who wears cloth armor, and I get... My damage is like ungodly. Hey Kern, yes. just so that we're kidding here. Oh. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn that beard. We're all of the opinion that shamans are a little overpowered. Yes. So send your hate mail to Aloysius. <laughs> 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 but we should explain a little bit more about War Song, which is that it's capture the flag. There's two what ten character teams. Mm -hmm. ten, ten when you have side. the flag, you can't uh, stealth. You can't mount up, and you. You can't shield if you're a paladin or a priest. You can't, you can't shield. shield. Yeah, that's what I was flag. thinking. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is that uh, actually I had heard that you could join at 20. Really? I'm not sure that's accurate. Will they adjust to your level sale? I don't know. Of all I haven't the tried. Rounds, that's the least amount of time I've spent in. So. <laughs> Sorry, animal cracker break. <laughs> I need you to understand that crackers don't matter. He didn't know where, where the flag was. giggle before. <laughs> I was just thinking animal crackers and beer. Yeah. An unusual combination. Well, you know, this is what Carl eats. This is going to be a very long podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it will never happen I, I'm again. already crossing things off of our outline. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're at the 45-minute mark already. We're talking about buffalo animal uh, crackers. We'll, we'll go for two hours, because um, who was it that said he needed some Yeah, hey, I don't mind. Work? I don't have to edit. Yeah. Is this, what the hell is this growing off of this animal? <laughs> supposed to be an elephant? That's X-rated. Uh, that's a different podcast. Yeah. Different podcast. Actually, Cromley, do you remember the true story of what the, the message he sent to us while he was in there? I was just thinking that, yes. yeah. He, yeah. We got a we're message from some noob yeah. in Warsaw and Gulf named Karg who said, where do I, what do I do when I have a flag? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the message that came across our guild chat was, I've got the flag. What do and I do it, with what it? What do I do with it? No, no, I said, I said WTF, what do I do with it? Yeah. Stand there, wave at the horde, maybe? Yeah. Well, didn't, yeah. you, didn't you ever play Capture the Flag with us in Unreal Tournament? Yeah, I have, but see, the thing that's different with this is that in order to win a point, 
the enemy's flag has to be there when you turn in yours. In, well, in other words, isn't the enemy's flag. Is? Yeah. No, I mean, isn't that how it always is? Yeah. Uh, no, you have to. You have oh. to carry it back. Oh, you do? Yeah, you have to carry it back. Yeah. You can't hang your flag unless. That's why. You don't just that's get the, the way, flag. That's the way it always is. Yeah. yeah. That's See, way it I'm yeah, not, because I'm I remember in Unreal, this. you used to be able to snipe people as they were bringing the flag back. Yeah. yeah. I'm not used to this casual that playing. That is clearly I'm, I'm what PvP. the Paladin class is lacking: the sniper ability. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be able to sniper. take my it's hammer. I. an emu. What is this? I think it's a moose. It's a moose. Maybe we have a contest where we, we scan one of these or take a picture it's and let fault. them guess what it no, is. No, no, this is a rhinoceros. Yeah. Photoshop this animal Yeah, you know what? We're gonna no, have this is a moose, man. Well, I should have never brought the animal We're going to have to put some of these things up on the forum, so we'll take a picture of it after we're done with the cast. You can see if we don't eat them Just all. Just don't eat it. We've got like six pounds of animal crackers. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about that, Crowley. <laughs> no, no, they're sitting over there by... Uh, there's only five million of them left in this <laughs> beast of a container. How much does it say it is? It's about one. Hold still. I can't see. Four, Four pounds. pounds. So we got about a pound and a half left. And for those of you over the pond, it's 1.87 kilograms, so that's a lot of... Or basically anywhere else but the anywhere U.S. Anywhere but the U.S., right? <laughs> or we're pig-headed. Anyway, what did I do this week? I was on the role-playing server. I met a young player who shall remain nameless the other day because I found out that this player was um, 13 years old. Well, let me see, you rolled a RP character and came over with me. And there's a character who's clearly getting his butt walloped by a spider, so we go and help him. And he says, wow, thanks! You know how sometimes you can just tell how people are, how they, based on what they say? Yeah, at first we thought maybe he was mentally challenged. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not give his name, okay? <laughs> he really then was... we realized he was a younger um, person. Right, and we tried to trade with him, we couldn't trade with him, and that's when we realized that he's got one of those trial accounts. That you can't trade with. You can't oh, trade and you yeah, can't do mail. Something about that. Mm -hmm. um, and I had never heard of that before, but we were trying to trade stuff with him to kind of help him along, give him some money and give him a couple things. And we weren't able to give him anything. And so we tried to explain it to him. And clearly he didn't really have a whole lot, a whole big grasp on everything that was going on. So I was trying to explain to him what the RP server was all about. And he had no idea what he thought it was just like. Because he played Counter-Strike and Half-Life and all these other <laughs> games, and he had no idea what role-playing was all about, and so I kind of gave him a little brief introduction. Yeah, because like, okay, his cool. RP introduction to us was, Sup! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I tried to explain to him how to use brackets and how to say things, and so everybody he came across was, Good afternoon, lads. How fair are thee this day? And even if it was a chick, it was, Good afternoon, lads. Yeah. It was really cute. Lad was the catch-all <laughs> phrase to describe anyone. Right, right. It was, it, it was, it was, a, it, as he got, as we kept going through the worlds, because I ended up running him to Darnassus, and as we kept going through the worlds and going through the different cities, he kept increasing his ability to RP. He kept, he kept getting better and better at it. So it was really neat to see his progression. And we got to Darkshore, and he says, I want to go fishing. I want to learn, oh, I wish I could fish. And so I take him over to Gubber Blump and show him how to fish, and he's like, wow, that's cool. And it was really neat to show somebody the World of Warcraft for the first time. I was really psyched about it. So this week, um, basically all I did was Alterac Valley. Lots of Alterac Valley and lots of waiting in the queue for Alterac Valley and then getting in and fighting with the lag in Alterac Valley, which has been terrible. So, But I've been working on getting uh, up to Master Sergeant level on my honor, honor levels and then trying to get to whatever's after Honored. Was it Revered? Revered. Yeah, honored, revered, exalted. Yeah. So. so whatever's after the one I'm in. <laughs> and I'll guys, probably get it this week. You can week. get your dagger. Um, there's That's a blue dagger that you can get when you get... Uh, That's why I'm going for it. Yeah. Did you guys wait four hours just... to get into Alterac Valley? Or? I don't know. My, well, my waits are usually about an hour. I, I had about a four-hour wait one of those days, yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's all I did. I messed around a little bit with um, Darkmoon Fair. I found out you can get the uh, vibrant plumes you need for one of the quests in Darkmoon Fair from the uh, harpies or whatever they mm -hmm. are, in um, Alterac. So I, mine, I I farmed those for a while and got 12 tickets and got some level 40 green item, cloth oh. item. That's cool. I don't know, Did you get the level 40 it. cloth item from the vendor in Darkmoon Fair? Yeah, I turned in 12 tickets and I got a little package, and inside the package was that. Just was as cool. an administrative thing, too, we talk a lot about Battlegrounds, and we haven't really done a segment on it yet. One is being planned, and we'll get to it within the next couple episodes. So if people are wondering about yeah. that, we're... It's a pretty big topic, because it's yeah. not well-documented what you need to do in Alterac, and there's a lot of quests and a lot of things going on. And at least on Manoroth, your fellow players aren't going, always going to be terribly helpful <laughs> when you ask for help in Alterac. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to we'll that, because I have, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, so that's yeah. great. Well, it's time for the news. The news. The news. <laughs> The llama news. The noobs. 
the noobs. Time that's good. <laughs> Time for the noobs. So actually, I got quite a quite a hefty news bag here today. There's a lot of things Blizzard announced this week. The Arathi Basin Battleground is coming. Did you guys see that? No. There's a new battleground mm-hmm. that's coming out. I, I don't. I, I didn't get. It wasn't clear to me that it was mentioned? coming next patch or if it was coming the patch after that. But it's coming. It's um, starts at level 31 cool. and goes all the way up to 60. And what they're going to do is like you go in at 31 to 40, basically. Yeah, that's what they um, need and to then do. 41 to 50. And actually, you know what? It might be 21. Maybe I got that number wrong. I, I don't think, know. Yeah, somewhere I'd heard lower level. But go up to the site and. Prove us wrong with news art items, and you'll win a prize from Card. A million dollars. Which he comes up with, out of his pocket. You guys taking an animal? Here, just dump them on there. How many animal crackers do you think we've eaten so far? I'm going to try to make a little pyramid uh, We've probably maybe a quarter of a pound of animal crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Arathi Basin Battleground. Fifteen players aside, um, and in this one, you're fighting to claim resource nodes, so... Mines, farms, lumber mills, smithies, stables, etc. And basically the goal is the first side to accumulate 2,000 resources or resource points wins the battleground. And as in Alterac Valley, there's a lot of new quests and completing them will improve your reputation with the NPC factions in Arathi Basin, which is really, really cool because just like all the other battlegrounds, it's going to open it up so you can get stuff. The stuff in Arathi Basin is unclear what it's going to be, but I bet you it'll be weapons and items and stuff like that. So. Does each battleground have its own swag that you get? Yep. Yep. That's so far. Cool. And that's really cool, cool for the for casual, yeah. um, non-instant-running set. don't their yeah. entire lives in Molten Core. Yeah. Like, I know, for, I mean, me, for example, I'm working exclusively to try to get my PvP armor set. Yeah, um, me too. And that's what I'm looking for, and I'm really not working on the instances anymore, so... So far, I've loved the battlegrounds. I know, like a lot of you guys have, so it should be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. For you fishers out there, Blizzard announced the Stranglethorn Fishing mm-hmm. Extravaganza, which is coming next patch. Um, so finally, they're giving some love for the fishermen and women of the game. That'll be fun. Yeah. The way they explain it is, is that they'll they'll announce throughout Stranglethorn the day of the the fishing quest that, that they're ready to go, and you drop your lines in, and you have like an hour or something to fish out either a certain number of fish. Or a certain, it's a certain get, kind of fish. Or, it's yeah, a, or a, a certain a, kind. What is the name of it? A, a silly fish? Uh, oh, you mean the deviant? A tasty fish. No, it, no, that, no, that's... What the heck are you smoking? No, I read I read this on, I read this on the server. <laughs> the goofy fish. No, seriously. it's it's There's a, a goblin in Booty Bay who starts, this, who starts the fishing right. thing. And it's this new kind of... T- it's called tasty fish. And that's really? what you, that's what you that's what you it's, think. That's what I saw. It's T A S T E E. No, it's not. <laughs> tasty fish. No, it's not. not tasty bread. How come they don't have fish and animal crackers? Did you ever notice that? They're fish animals. animals. Got fish, it. Uh, fish are not animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh-huh. if you're a fisher, go check it out. Supposedly, it drops lots of loot and stuff. Go ahead, blow your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tavern Cast is going to win an award for like most most professional most yeah most professional recording techniques in the industry. What you mean recording with a fifty dollar mic in my spare bedroom is not professional? <laughs> no, we're at the studio. Oh, the studio the studio spare bedroom. All right, last week I talked about the Zalgura braid instance, um, and I just wanted to update that. There was one part that I left out that I didn't realize until this week. The new armor sets that you were talking about, probably. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, about. the Zulgura Braid instance, as well as about 120 new epic and superior items that'll drop within the instance. Good it's job. also going to have brand new five-piece armor sets for each class. The fact that you can go in there at now as well and get set items is really, really cool. So there's a couple updates on classes. Warlocks and their conflagrate improvement. Uh, Basically what's happened is, is that the Conflagrate spell, available to Warlocks at the end of the Destruction Talent Tree, will become instant cast, and the damage and mana cost will be raised on all ranks of the spell. Is that a big deal, Garth? No idea. You don't have it? I, no. I Our resident Warlock <clears throat> expert says, special, I have no I specialize idea. in Affliction, so maybe I'll check that out. Well, it's... but if you think about it as a spellcaster, anything that's instant cast is pretty wicked. Okay. I got animal crackers in my mouth, and so I'm going to talk about druids because I just ate a cat. <laughs> druids cat form. are getting a cat form change in the next patch. The cat form's base and overall damage will increase. Changes to Rip, Ferocious Bite, Tiger's Fury, and Rake are all part of the increase in damage. I have no idea what any of that stuff is. No, that's is. good. Tristess, I know, one of our guildies, is very excited about that because he prefers cat form to bear form. 
Sweet. Before the next class update, we will say that it's all pointless. Because the next class you're talking about is the weakest class on, in the game. Well, we only know one person, really, who plays this class. And, <laughs> and he's really... In... So our, our our opinions of the class might be lowered because of... A little skewed. He really skill sucks for us. Yeah. Because like we were saying, it's 60% skill and 40% equipment. And, the next and he's class got neither. <laughs> the next class update is... Alright, so the next class update is, with that incredible intro, is for Paladins. And this, I think this is exciting news, so I'm excited about it. But Paladins have been waiting to hear this kind of news for a long time now. Changes are finally on the way. What news are you talking about, Aloysius? What news could it be? People are such Paladin haters. <laughs> you know, we're only holy and good and trying to do right. Oh, whatever. Depending right. So the development team has announced... <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> the development team has announced that it will review and refine almost all aspects of the Paladin class. And that includes the seal and just judgment system, DPS control, and burst damage, which is just huge. Healing speed, mana cost, and efficiency, blessing duration, aura versatility, and all three talent trees are going to be revamped and made more diverse. Can you put that in English for those of us that aren't a Paladin? They'll be better. You know, yeah, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> gonna be, get a, they won't suck gonna, as much. Paladins know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm I'm actually planning a, a paladin segment in future shows, so I'll go into paladins more in depth. But the bottom line is, yeah, it improves paladins from where they are, which is kind of substantially broken in a lot of ways, to being functional, which would be good. And, and additionally, there's a new ranged attack spell that will be added to paladins' inventory next patch, so that's coming up really quick. It's called Hammer of Wrath. And it'll be available at level 44. At the final rank of the spell at level 60, it'll blast an enemy with 504 to 556 holy damage. And I say, holy crap, that's huge. Hmm. It has a one-second cast, a six-second cooldown, and a range of 30 yards. That's wicked. So it'll work in either the PvE or the PvP environment, but it's tailored to work primarily in the PvP environment. The reason for it is that, oh, yeah, it, it, it's to help the paladins take down Finish. people who run from them. Yeah. Um, and because we don't have any way to snare people who run from us or stop them at all. Can't we, you stun? We only have that one stun, and it's too long of a recharge. It's worth once per battle, basically. You can use it on the end. It's a, a strategy thing, but if you use it and they still get away, you're done. That's all you can do unless you bring in a profession or a, or a, uh, a potion or something. And this thing will only be castable on an opponent who is below 30% health. So it's not like Holy Shock, which is something that a lot of paladins, including myself, use, um, where you can cast it at any time. But Hammer of Wrath is only when somebody's wounded. And actually, Holy Wrath plus this spell ought to knock out just about anybody. I'm pretty excited about it. It'll put me back in the game quite a bit. Um, I have so. to say, there, there's just too many updates out. for paladins <clears throat> versus, versus the other classes today. Because paladins need it, son. You own me. You pwn me. You WTFPWN me. <laughs> and finally this, on a more serious note, paraphrased from a report on from uh, August 9th from CNN, last week a South Korean man died of heart failure stemming from exhaustion after playing an MMO almost nonstop for 50 hours. The man, identified only by his family name of Lee, was playing in an internet cafe and only stopped playing long enough to go to the bathroom and take brief naps on a makeshift bed. Lee had recently quit his job to spend more time playing games. What do you guys think about this stuff? This is the second time this has happened. There was a guy a couple months ago that died. Yeah, wasn't he playing StarCraft or something? The, the new guy or the last guy? The last guy. guy. I don't remember, but no. it was some... no, something. But it was also in Korea. Yeah. How do you how do they have beds at Cyber Cafe? Yeah. They said it was that's... a makeshift bed. Maybe you put a couple chairs together or something. <laughs> 50 hours, that's a lot of money. Yeah, guys, yeah. call it quits at 40 hours. That's a full-time job. Um, it's... 50 is overtime. If you have somebody that you play with who's online all the time, who's a member of your guild, it might be good to just kind of say, hey, so did you get something neat for dinner or whatever? Because, I mean, <laughs> this is, well, I mean, you guys have played, I mean, even not on the RP server, on the PvP server, and I've played on the PvP server, it's completely immersive. And if you're not if you're not taking uh, good care of yourself, it can really, really harm you. Have you guys seen, I know in PC Gamer Magazine they have a an ad, I don't even know what the ad's for, but it's it's a guy who's sitting at his computer playing something, and there's a note at, at the to his side that says, Brad, it's the games or me, and a picture of his girlfriend, and he's got pizza and bowls <laughs> sitting there and everything, yeah, like he's, he's never apart. left the game, yeah. exactly. So, you know, keep in mind, this is an MMO, it's a game. 
it's not real life. It's a game. You there have... is a blurry line for some people, though. There is. And Kern and I were talking about this the other night, and it, for those who have seen uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, it's like the holodeck on Star Trek to some people. They go in, and they're convinced it's real, and they just start, they keep staying in the holodeck. They never come out. Mm-hmm. And I think the more real these games get, the, the more this kind of stuff is going to happen. Yeah. And this is, it happened with yeah, We did have an intervention it? once with, uh, with Carr. People here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we shall not Didn't name work my either. previous EverQuest character for yeah. No when reasons. you're working, when you're playing EverQuest at work, that's not good. Well, the, it was sponsored by the work I was doing. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that's just that's a whole other issue. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I, I guess the only thing we could say about it is that if you're in a guild and like Kern said, if you if you notice your guildie playing excessive amounts, be a good guild member or friend to that person and try to urge them to go get some sleep or. You know, if they want to join a party and go on a raid instance with you or something, maybe refuse them to help them out. I mean, some people just don't know when to call it quits, mm-hmm. and they need to they need to learn that somehow. But uh, you need, may need to help them. There was a guy on the forums the other day who said he was signing off because he had let the game take over so much he elapsed in his studies and he was actually failing out of school and he had to quit his AOL his um, World of Warcraft account and take it off of his computer so that he would not be able to play the game. It happens. you got to do some drastic measures for some people. Well, you've seen stuff that's... on the official boards where guys have posted saying they lost their wife or they lost their girlfriend. You don't know if it's real, but I assume that this kind of stuff probably I does happen. I haven't seen that. Yeah. We know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it lost. <laughs> oh, lost. Anyway. So that's, that's another story. All right, it's time for another level up. Level up! Um... <laughs> First, I just want to let you guys out there know we've gotten a lot of requests for all kinds of subjects and topics on the show. Obviously, some are, will lend themselves to uh, repeating features like Cromley's The Dark Corner, um, and some will lend themselves to features that just run a couple of segments or something and then go away, like my making money in the world of Warcraft. But a lot of things that you guys are asking for, like specific information on various dungeons and instances, raid groups, profession overviews, etc. We'll cover that in the level up section as we progress. So if you're waiting to hear about dead mines or Ultiman or leatherworking, etc., be patient, it's all coming. So, this week on level up, we're looking at levels 4 through 5. Did you do your character at all this week, Kark? I'll take that as a no. So, I'll add about this level. <laughs> Just as an aside, I poured Carve more beer, so... Yeah, Carve couldn't talk to you because he had a, uh, what was that? I think it was a moose. an elk. He had an elk in his mouth at the time and was playing with his food. At any rate, uh, about this level, you're going to begin to run into situations that's going to require you to group with other players to compete. So, in other words, the quests are going to get a lot harder. And, you know, you could wait a couple levels and come back and solo it. People do do that. But for the sake of this conversation, we're going to teach you some basics on grouping. Um, we're not going to go into the more advanced topics such as pulling or party buffs or that kind of stuff at this time, but this will teach you the basics. So, okay, first up would be your the way to find a group or form a group. When you want to invite somebody into your group and you're starting a party for a, for a raid, a small raid, or even just to uh, do a quest, all you have to do is click on their character and right-click on their icon, which will appear in the top left corner, and select the Invite button. Or, what I do is just type slash INV and the person's name, if they're easy to spell. You can just do slash INV? Yeah, that's how I invite really? everybody. Really? You don't need to actually do the full invite word? Nope. nope. Okay. No. That's like when you do a moat, slash E. Yeah. And if, oh. you do it, if you have a target already, you can just type slash INV and... Tavern Cash taught me something new and made me smart. Here's your noob tip. <laughs> <laughs> At level 60, Eli learns how to invite. <laughs> <laughs> I really never knew that before, so that's cool. You can type slash things? <laughs> wow! And... Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. And strip off your clothes and start dancing. That's a really great way to get invited to groups. Girls like it. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> I like girls. <laughs> Focus, Karg. Focus. Karg is focusing. <laughs> when you're looking for a specific quest and looking for help or other people who are on the same quest as you, all you really need to do is type in the general chat. Or actually, if you go to Iron Forge or one of the big cities, there's a channel for group invites or looking for groups. 
and we want to type slash followed by the number of the specific channel and which in this case general chat is one general chat is one uh, looking for group I think it's five I think so too. Uh, but I'm sure you can configure it yourself type in the quest name or open up your log files and highlight the name of the quest hold down the shift key and left click on the name of the quest again so it'll be something like LFG or LFM space and the quest name would pop up and hopefully someone will be nice enough to group up with you or invite you. And so that people understand what that means, okay. LFG is looking for group and LFM is looking for members. So if you're looking to form a group, you type LFG. If you're looking so for I members... I think LFM is looking for more. Um, That's what I always okay, thought it was. Sure. Either way. But... <laughs> Yeah, what would you guys think if we would just kick Eloisius out of the podcast? No! We're going to have a vote on that on the forums. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So let's do anything Looking now. for members. Come I think on. it's three against one vote here, man. I thought it was looking for members. Oh, but then again, I play in the role-playing server. I guess, so the, I guess I the meaning count. is the same, so. Yeah, whether you're looking for more, looking for members, What's looking that? for... Save Eloy. LFG, <laughs> LFG could be looking for yes, guys uh, or looking for girls. Send your so, donations to Save Eloy. <laughs> send him to Karg. <laughs> Karg 3. So remember that when you get into a party, switch to party chat. And you do that by typing slash P and then type whatever you want to do. And that'll switch you to party chat. This allows you basically to communicate only with members of your party. When you're done with your quests, if you want to leave the party... To do a couple of things probably. One is to right click on your own name, click on leave party. Yeah. And if you're the leader of the group and you decide to kick everyone out, you left click on their character name, right click on their icon, which is on the right beside your icon, and kick them out. Or I mean politely ask them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> or kick them out, depending on how they're acting. <laughs> there are several different loot options that you can use if you run a party. Round Robin is one of them. Basically, that's everybody takes a turn in looting. Another one is free-for-all. This setting allows anyone in the party to loot any corpse. So everybody can loot, so don't complain if somebody loots something that you want. Then there's Master Looter. This, not to be confused with. Now, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you talking about? Nothing. Robin? I don't know. So Master Looter. This setting allows the group leader to loot everything and allows the leader to decide if other members in the party are to get items and what items they should get. So the Master Looter basically can loot anything that drops. I don't recommend anybody really use the Master Looter function until they're very familiar with the game. And at level 4, you're probably not that familiar, so don't use it yet. Group loot is the default that comes up when you form a group. It works generally like Round Robin until a green or higher item drops. Then everybody gets a pop-up box on their screen with the item, and pass roll options and a timer. The highest roll will win the item for that player. Anyone who waits until the timer expires automatically passes on it. So that's usually the way things happen. So when you hear in groups people say um, roll or don't roll for an item, that's usually what they're talking about. And then of course there's need before greed, which is the same as group loot except for players who cannot use an item automatically pass. The system automatically passes you. So if you're a plate wearer and a cloth item drops, you automatically pass on that item because you can't use it. Generally, in groups, most people use group loot. It's the most friendly system to use, and most people are used to doing it. If you receive an item that you can't use, though, and there's another party member that can use it, like my example with the cloth person, the cloth armor, and you're wearing plate, if cloth armor drops and you wear plate, and another, party, or another person in the party needs that cloth item, by all means, give them the cloth item, because they need it, you don't. You could sell it, but that's about it. That just annoys it. That's a whole segment by itself. But. And don't loot during <laughs> battle, either. Don't ever loot while you're in the middle of a fight. People hate that. Just wait till the fight's over, and then loot. Unless you're a rogue. I loot all the time. Experience. Party experience. When you're in a group, you will all share the experience from every mob you kill. Depending on how far you are, if you're at the end of the zone, and your group is on the other end, you probably won't get experience from the kill. You would get to complete your quest, though. And obviously all your experience is split between all the players, right? right so you get yeah. a little less experience. But there is a, a small less. bonus. You get a group bonus. Yeah. Um, I like personally grouping, especially at lower levels, because you kill faster. And, you know, you tend to get experience faster, even though it's less. It adds up. Well, a good party, I mean, good parties often lead to long-term 
in-game friendship. Yeah. Sometimes the formation of guilds, so mm -hmm. it's good to party up with people and meet people in the game. That's what you're here for. It's a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Sure, be it's careful. not you playing a, a role-playing game. Of course, all this information that we're talking about in Level Up will be available on the forums in written out more comprehensive form, so if you want to go up there and take a look at that to help you out, uh, it'll be up there for you. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. You gonna do something or just stand there and bleed? Okay, so now we're gonna do the dark corner, which is my segment devoted to uh, rogues and all things Rogue. I thought it was about Rouge. Did you tell us last week it was about Rouge? That's why you wore all your makeup today, right? I was all prepared. You were role-playing. Anyways, so today I'm going to go over my build, which is my choices of talents as I've leveled up. we don't need to hear about your build. I'm This is about World of Right. Well, people call this your build or your spec, so that's what I'm referring to, not my build, which no one would be interested in. Um, <laughs> we'll post pictures on the forum. <laughs> so, this is my fourth spec, respec. Actually, I guess technically it's my third respec, but this is the fourth time I've done this, and it's expensive. So maybe this will save people some time as they play up their rogues. And this basically refers to what choices you make as you level up of talents. And every class has different choices they can make, and... There's all kinds of debates about them. This is the one I've gone with. So I've gone through four. The first one I changed probably around level 20 or 30, and it was just a mixture uh, with more emphasis on poisons and damage over time type stuff. I didn't find it was very effective. When I first started getting into a lot of PvP, I wasn't very happy with how I was performing. and So I read online and, and, and found uh, a different build that I liked better, which was mostly subtlety. So that was my, my main build. I used that for up until level 60, up until recently. Just and, a question for our younger players. When you first start in any class, but for the rogue specifically for your thing, how do you how do you pick one tree over another in the talent system? Well, the talents, I mean, when you level up, and I think you hit N to bring up your talent screen, there's tabs across the top. And in case of the rogue, it's subtlety, assassination, and combat are the three tabs. Different for every class. I think every class has three categories, though. And what you choose in those three categories determines what your class ends up being like, or what your character, I should say, ends up being like in every one. I think what you mainly want to do with these talents is you probably want to focus on one category, because that gets you the... that opens up more options as you advance through the different talents. You're very powerful in the talent spec that you pick if you pick all of one mm -hmm. talent spec. And obviously the less you pick uh, of one or the other, the less powerful you are in a given spec. Yeah, so if you spread your point, your talent points out over all three, you're not going to get access to some of the more powerful talents at the end of each tree. So my second, and one, the one I used the longest, was mostly subtlety. And that one was okay, but due to some changes and, and due to more um, PvP experience in the battlegrounds, which I'll go into when I do a topic or I do a show on the um, strategies involved with rogues and in PvP, I'll talk about it more, but basically I wasn't happy with that. So I, I changed to my third one, which was mostly assassination. I didn't like that at all. I only had it for a day or two. I missed having preparation and improved sap. And so I went to what I what is now my fourth build, which is basically half and half of assassination and subtlety. So I have basically I have 21 points in assassination. And my whole goal of in the assassination category was to get the important things like, you know, added damage to eviscerate, and uh, added chances of critical strikes and all that kind of thing, and especially to get cold blood, which is one of my favorite powers. That sounds wicked. Yeah, cold blood lets you, when you turn it on, your next backstab, eviscerate, or ambush will be, or sinister strike, has a 100% chance of being a critical strike. And with rogues, that's when you do your mega damage, is the critical strike. So that's nice to give me one good, I know it's going to be a crit hit on somebody, you know, to take them down quickly. So I put 21 points into assassination, which was got me that. I only put two points into combat just to get my improved sinister strike, which reduces your energy cost, lets you do more of your sinister strike, which is kind of your bread and butter attack that you do as a rogue. And then uh, I put 28 points into subtlety. So I went back to my subtlety to get some of the things I was missing when I was mostly assassination. And so I maxed out uh, Master of Deception and Camouflage, which improve your stealth, stealthiness, and also improve your speed while you're stealth. Because if you spend a lot of time stealth, you know, you're going to like to have that speed increased. I put 
everything into opportunity, which increases your uh, damage from backstab and a bunch of other attacks. I got Ghostly Strike, which I've always liked. That's a uh, instant attack, kind of like Sinister Strike, but it also increases your um, your uh, dodge percentage by 15%, which is pretty handy. And then I got the things that I was really missing, which one of which was Improved Sap, which lets you, after sapping a mob or PC, lets you go back into stealth mode 90% of the time. That's a good one. And I got Preparation, which is very nice. That's what lets you clear out all the cooldowns on all your talents. So if you have things that are on timer, it cancels them out right away. So I really? Can do, I can How often can you do that? Uh, I think improve or Preparation I think is either on a 5 or 10 minute counter. Well, that's unfair. But basically wow. it gives you twice the, the goodies. Yeah. So that that's what that was my goal when I redid can it. Can you was, do it mid-fight? Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. yeah. It's it's a lifesaver because you can re-vanish. And how Vanishes. many points do you have to spend in subtlety to get that? 28 is what I spent. I think I'm. you might be able to go get away with like 25 or 26. Okay. It's a little difficult to tell the numbers unless you have the screens. And yeah, I don't yeah. have it in front of me. I don't know the tree exactly. But but that was my goal. Is I wanted to get cold blood out of the assassination tree, and then I wanted to get you know improved sap and preparation uh, from the other one. At least it's not preparation H. <laughs> that's the that's going to be in the, the uh, next patch. Well, as a rogue, you're squatting a lot of the time, so you might actually need those. Preparation <laughs> H is coming. <laughs> Preparation H is coming, but we won't describe what that does for you. For the younger listeners, you can look it up online. Right. All right, and that's it for the Dark Corner. I didn't want to spend too much time. If I read every single talent and all the math involved with the percentage bonus to this and that, I think it'd be pretty boring, so we'll skip all that. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with more Out of Character from Kern Kater, and Karg has a special treat for you. And Karg will have a treat for you. <laughs> you wanted me to say it, man. observes subtle changes in his crew's behavior. As we enter the Serragasso Sea, I noticed that Philippe has removed his wetsuit and slipped into a provocative silk teddy with matching French cut panties. I am aghast. But the entire crew of the Calypso has suddenly changed into Picaboo lingerie and push-up braziers. Don't miss the season premiere of the underwear world of Jean Cousteau. The sea is a strange mistress, and so is my first mate, Jean-Claude. Uh-oh. Tonight on PBS. Terror, time for another out of character. This week I have a couple of topics I'm going to touch on, the first of which is how to use emotes. I don't think this is something we've touched on yet. Emotes in the game are a way to... Emote? Hey, that's good. They're a way to act in a certain way that your character may not. So, for example, how to do it, because if you say, if you emote... Kern Katera hugs Karg. Your character characters don't actually hug. Oh, slash hug. On the screen. So, in order to get your character to emote, when you've got your screen, your chat screen up there, press the return key and your cursor will come up. Do slash emote or slash E. Then your name will pop up in orange. After that, you can type whatever you want. So, for example, let's say I want to emote that I... Slap Karg? I slap Karg. Good idea. Always so, a good idea. Uh, so I'll type what? in slash E and my name, Kurt Kater, will come up and I will type in slaps Karg, period. So my whole sentence looks like slash E slaps Karg. Then I push enter and in the chat window it pops up for everyone to see Kurt Kater slaps Karg. Oh, great for everyone to see. Like <laughs> hey! Yeah. There are a whole list of emotes that you can do and yeah, if they're you. Built in. Right, if you roll your over the chat window, on the top of the chat window, a little tab will come up. If you right-click on the tab, 
a listing of all the different things you can do in the chat window comes up, including emotes. There's a whole list of emotes. What those mean is that all you have to do to, to do that emote, let's say, let's say you want to dance, type slash dance, and you'll start dancing. And it'll say, Kurt Katera starts dancing, or something like that. So that's what emotes are. And you're a night elf, so that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Thank that's you. better than the gnome dance. <laughs> Thank you, Blizz developers, for that. Now that you know how to emote things, this kind of gets into the rest of my uh, character here, where I had a question on the forums about how to roleplay a rogue. There are different styles that people on the RP service play rogues with. Um, you can play a thief, a cutthroat, pirate type, a Robin Hood style rogue where you steal from the rich and give to the poor, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of that's based on backstory. So is your character okay with killing? Is your character a rogue for a more noble reason? Like no. do you support a family who's back home and you're stealing to make the doctor bills or things like that? Do you, were you wronged by a certain faction and now you're stealing from the rich to give to the poor to save for money back home to give to your village? I mean, it's a lot of it's in backstory. According to the World of Warcraft lore, though, based on some of the quests and stuff that I've run, aren't a lot of the rogues in the official World of Warcraft lore part of that, what is that, SI7? SI7, SI7, so they're like, Which is like uh, MI5 yeah. types, aren't they? Aren't uh -huh. they supposed to be like spies or uh -huh. whatever? But again, that's the beauty of role-playing, is you can either choose to be part of that or choose to not be part of that. Emotes are your friend. So for example, you can't rifle through somebody's bags while you're at the Dark Moon Fair, but you can do an emote. So let's say, Cromley, you wanted to you wanted to rifle through Aloysius's stuff while he's at the Dark Moon Fair, looking at somebody. <laughs> hey, hold on, I don't want Cromley rifling through my stuff. Okay, I don't want to touch his bags. <laughs> so I would type slash. Keep Cromley away from my inventory. Okay. Slash em steals Aloysius's lunch money. You could do that exactly. See, you're role playing and already. And then Bryce, or I'm sorry, Eloy would type slash em cries like a little girl. Exactly. You know, my mom gave me that lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I you. don't like about rogues, is that if you're role-playing a rogue, you can justify doing any damn thing you want to. But, oh, but I'm a rogue. Oh. That, I saw you fighting off that mob to get to that ore vein, and I decided to steal it from you because I'm a rogue, but so you know therefore what? it's okay. You're a holy paladin, and you can do anything in the cause of whatever the light tells you to do. And see, that's the whole point here, but is that since you can't pickpocket players, you can go ahead yeah. and pretend that you are. So you can do a slash E, so your name comes up, and you can type in rifles through Aloysius' bags while his back is turned. And so that way you're actually role-playing, that you actually are rifling through stuff and looking through, looking through things while you're not doing it. So you're not actually able to do it in-game. So this can kind of actually further your role-playing experience as a rogue. Another thing I want to talk about on the on the forums, there is a character named Zinthos who has shared with us his roleplay idea. So Zinthos plays an undead character on one of the RP servers, and he he's roleplaying it as an undead character with his jaw missing, so he can't talk. So he doesn't isn't able to communicate by speaking to any character, which is a really really novel way to RP. Yeah, it's a cool idea. And he does all of his communication through emotes. So he's he, like a mime. Exactly, he is. He has cool. a pre-written note um, that he gives to others to explain why he's mute. He will. He puts it in the trade window, and then they read it, and at the bottom it says, please give it back because this is my only method of communication. And, and so, going back to the rogues, they would steal the note, emote, <laughs> yeah, like, screw conference. you, I'm a rogue, and run away. That's true. Slash E.M. Cromley flips him off. So, <laughs> he, he, he said no one's stolen it yet, He said, but in case it does get stolen, he says, I've got extra copies. Well, Zinthos, if they steal it, you come let us know, because we will go beat the crap out of them. Clearly, don't let Crom. No, no, we will the challenge them to a duel, oh. and they'll say no, and then that's all we can. And run away. Or then you could slash them with rifle through the bags and get them out. <laughs> Other ways that he communicates with people is by writing in the soil. He mostly he writes in soil and then puts in quotes what he wants to say. He holds up fingers for how many bears he needs to kill or how many things he needs yet, and then he points to things. Or what are you what are you here to do? And he'll point at the inn or he'll point at the bank, and that will tell you that I'm going to the bank or I'm going to the inn. He was doing all this in emotes, so as I was talking about before, um, to start an emote, you have to type slash emote or slash e, and he said that was getting really tedious for a while. So he found this awesome modification program called Chat Alias from CurseGaming.com. There's a link to this on the Out of, out of Character forum, and he actually went and modified some of the code 
anyway, what he did was he has certain hotkeys that when he types in that hotkey, it actually comes up if he's holding up four fingers or he says, writes this in the sand or whatever. He does it so he doesn't have to type it all out, which is really cool. So, again, look on the um, out-of-character yeah, form. Zentos actually explains it reasonably it well on, on his post. I'll put a link to it on the um, on the notes for today's episode. You can, be, can read it there. So that's all I have for Out of Character this week. This is Kern Katera. Thanks so much, guys. The best things in life are free. But you can give them to the birds and bees. I want money. That's what I want. Okay, welcome to more Making Money in the World of Warcraft. This is part two of a three-part series on making money in the game. This week we're going to cover gathering. While you can make money from a combination of gathering trade skills like herbalism, skinning, or mining and a crafting possession like alchemy, blacksmithing, and engineering. You're going to make a lot more money by concentrating on gathering skills and selling all of the raw materials you find to other players who need them for their crafting professions. If you're doing a crafting profession, concentrate on items that are needed components in other players' recipes or quests. For example, the green leather armor that you can make as a leather worker is a needed component in the green iron, green iron hauberk. So make that, and blacksmiths will have to buy that from you, basically, in order to make that item, and it's a good item that they can sell. An example of using a crafting profession to make goods that other players need is tailoring. Tailoring is awesome. It makes a great crafting profession in the early to mid-levels of the game, primarily for the bags that you can produce. Card, you did this. You made us a lot of bags, Julian. Did you ever sell your bags? Wait, on we the got auction? bags from Card? I never got a penny from my guilt mates. Did you I told you I'd pay you. I paid you. Did you ever sell them on the auction house? Yeah. Did you Did you make a decent amount off of them? Yeah. How much? Depending on the bags, from one gold, 50 silver, one gold, to two, three each. Based on the kind of bag you yeah. were making, right? Cool. Well, in later levels, you can concentrate on items like tuxedos or wedding dresses. And these are very popular in demand on every server. I've seen them in demand on PvE, PvP, and RP servers. Really? Everybody well, likes Well, you use that to get married in the game, right? Well, you can. But, I mean, I've got a tuxedo. I think, Cromley, you were looking for one, right? Yeah, we were going to have an all-tuxedo raid. Yeah, Back was... before the honor system, we were going to have an all-guild raid where we were all in tuxedos. Oh, should... Or wedding dresses. We should still do that. Oh, we never did it. Although I prefer just wearing your cape and your boots and going on a raid. <laughs> just cape and boots, nothing just else. Just cape and boots. That's good, too. <laughs> all right, mining. All ores and smelted bars will sell on the auction house. Uh, even copper. Even though it doesn't sell very, very well or for very much, it does sell. So at the highest levels, you can mine the rich thorium veins in places like the Burning Steps. And if an arcane crystal drops, you can make up to 25 gold on the crystal alone, as it is used to make arcanite. Those crystals don't drop very often, but when they do, there's some good money Bonanza. to be made off of that. What's that? Bonanza. Yeah, seriously. Herbalism. There's herbs everywhere across the world. So many of them are very valuable, like Dreamfoil and Mountain Silver Sage. Each will net you between 10 to 20 gold per stack, depending on your server's economy. Skinning. Leathers will always sell well. Scales often drop from certain beasts that are needed in high-end crafting recipes, like turtle scales, for example, or dragon scales. The majority of the player base does not skin their kills, also, leaving you with a multitude of free corpses to harvest. So, skinning actually is pretty cool. I have skinning and herbalism, and skinning is great because, like I said, a lot of people don't don't skin their kills, and so not only do you get to skin the stuff you are farming, but you can skin the stuff that other people are going through off of quest killing, and you get double your intake that way. But when you're a, when you're a skinner, you have to wait till that corpse is looted before you can skin it, right? True, true. But the one thing you don't want to do is be a skinning looter or a skinning ninja, <laughs> where you're you're out there basically following around people as they're doing their quests, waiting for them to loot so you can hurry yeah. up and skin. You want to wait and see if somebody's going to skin their own kill before you go in and, and take it. And finally, if you are an enchanter, or can make another, lo another low-level character with enchanting that you can send things to, run instances that produce a lot of green and blue items, and then disenchant them and sell the shards and dust they produce on the auction house. Enchanting by itself is not the greatest moneymaker in the game, but disenchanting the items and then selling the components to do those enchants is a pretty decent way to make money. Rounding this up for this part of money making in World of Warcraft, gathering I think is your best ability over crafting in the game to gather items and make some money. I'd say if, if you were going to start out I would say get something like mining and skinning or mining and herbalism or skinning and herbalism as a pretty good starting thing to just go out there and gather. 
and next week I'll be coming back with the final part in this, which is using the auction house effectively. Alright, so this week in the S-Cark section, uh, we're going to address one thread on the forums regarding Warlock Shards. A few of you brought up very good points regarding what Blizzard could do with the Shards. Personally, I think the Shards are really uncalled for, for 99% of the spells that Warlocks use. Example, pets. When, when Warlocks summon pets, it's their god-given right to summon pets. <laughs> Why don't you explain what shards are first? Soul shards are required by warlocks to cast spells, summon pets, and the way to get those shards are for warlocks to cast a soul tap spell on any mobs, and actually even the horde or the alliance on your on your enemies, basically. You and can get shards <clears throat> from enemy combatants from other players. No, you can. Oh uh, wow, with cool! The patch two patches ago, I believe. Upon death, you get a shard. And that shot is used by the Warlock to summon pets, create stones, and a few other spells. As we've discussed in the forums, I think that the shards are pretty useless, and it's just a waste of inventory. And we did talk about the possibility of Blizzard um, maybe having a bag dedicated to shards, like how the Hunters have for their arrows. They Why not make them stackable? Or that. But yeah. see, if it's stackable, it has to be at least 20 or more, or else it's, it's pretty useless. I still think that the shards should be done with. It's a waste of space, waste of time. You know, it really takes a Is little Blizzard bit. Is doing anything with them? I would think they would just make it stackable. They talked about having a dedicated bag for shards. But then that just takes up another spot in your it's bag. It's just the same as having a bag used, dedicated to shards yourself. See, a lot of classes have things that they have to they have to t use, like blinding, for me, blinding powder and poisons and uh, vanishing powder, whatever it's called, that kind of stuff. So if it's stackable, I mean, I can't imagine. I usually carry around 30 of the uh, flash powder. I can't imagine if those weren't stackable. I'd have to have, like, an entire you know, I've traveler's seen, I've seen backpack. I've bags, too, yeah. and a lot of his bags are just filled yeah. with shards. And with hunters, they have to carry all their ammo, and they have to carry all their meat and stuff or whatever for their pets, so... I think it should be stackable. I just don't... I don't think it... Yeah, you know. well, could you imagine a hunter with non-stackable arrows? Yeah. So anyways, that's pretty much my section for this week. Just like a little update on what's going on in the forums. But next week, I have a special treat for you guys regarding Ooh. some social aspects of MMOs. Also, there'll be a personal live experience from Karg. Karg After School Special. <laughs> from my old days... <laughs> Uh, from EverQuest. Well, we need to have animal crackers there for you. We will need, need to, a beer for We there need for to him. have beer and a lot of other stuff there for me. Kleenexes. Yeah, shrink, a Tissues. You know, support group, you know, whatever you have. Eloy is always there for you. Viking. A, a bright paladin, whatever it takes. <laughs> so wear his paladin suit. His <laughs> cosplay version of it. How could you cry? I'll be around. I'm so bright and brilliant and happy. When I need a shoulder to cry on, I'll cry on Eloy's shoulders. Alright everyone, thanks for tuning in to Taverncast this week. Uh, we want to hear from you. Send us your in-game tales of triumph, humor, or tragedy, and we'll read the account on the show. Yep, and we're always looking for more people to donate to the podcast to help us offset some of the bandwidth costs or the equipment costs that we put into this. Beer. And, uh, and the beer costs. You can go to uh, www.taverncast.com and look for the support button in the lower right-hand corner. And we're also looking for people to join our forums and participate in the uh, show via that. So, we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye. 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 recorded live in front of the studio audience. The world of Warcraft is the property of Blizzard Entertainment and all rights are reserved. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and urges those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Are there any okay. animal crackers left? Can you please eat through the whole podcast? Too? Yeah, we need you crunching on stuff throughout the whole podcast. No, I'll make it melt in my mouth. I find it real interesting that the cow animal crackers have udders. See, check that out.
That's just not right. People always people are like fans of your bottle popping. It's like it's a, it's an amazing skill. Well, like, this is yeah, not. Yeah. This one doesn't produce a whole lot of CO2. All right, come on, let's oh, do it. Gentlemen, straight randoms. <laughs> this is Kat calling from India. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help you. Hello, Gary Gash. Welcome to IBM. Anyway, we just alienated the subcontinent. This is Kern Katera, and that's all I have for out of <laughs> my character. <laughs> what did you say? All right, so next week the air conditioner is on before we get here. No more triple box. Oh, come no on. more fucking animal crackers. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs>